you have something unique to offer. You do, and I can prove it. And in this episode, I'm going to prove to you that you do, in fact, have something unique to offer. First, let me tell you my story of how I discovered that I have something to offer. It was my freshman year of college. I had been living on my own for a few months, and I was starting to feel the burden of having my parents pay for everything. And I know that that might sound weird. A burden? Having things paid for? That sounds like a luxury. And absolutely, it was a luxury. It was a blessing. And I am not going to shy away or not call it what it is. But also, I need to recognize that at that time, it was a burden to me because I felt almost guilty that I was getting all these things paid for and so many of my other college student-athletes, so many of my other football teammates, they just didn't have the same opportunities I had. And so I had two options. Either I could cut myself off from my parents and live the life that all of my other football teammates lived, or I could create my own financial freedom. I could provide for myself while in college so that I could still afford the same things that I was before. I could still take my friends out to dinner. I could still go grocery shopping whenever I wanted to and make sure that there was always food on the table. But in order to create that financial freedom and to separate the metaphorical umbilical cord from my parents, I had to create my own offer. I had to realize that as an 18, 19-year-old freshman in college, I had something unique to offer. And at that time, it was teaching parents how to keep their kids safe on Snapchat. It's kind of funny to think about it now because I'm not a parent, and I definitely wasn't a parent back when I was 18, but I had recently taught my parents how to keep my sister and I safe on Snapchat, and moreover, how to communicate with us on Snapchat. So I had developed some expertise, I had some knowledge that other people might not have, and so... I created a unique offer around that. From there, it's grown into something totally different. I now teach people Instagram marketing. I teach small business owners the different tools, tricks, and strategies of how to grow their brand on Instagram and how to market using platforms like TikTok and Facebook stories. But none of that would have been possible. Speaking on stages across the United States and on trainings around the world, none of that would have been possible if I didn't first start with my unique offer. And I'll tell you, when I was creating that first unique offer, it wasn't like I just knew that this was my thing. I was like, all right, this is perfect. I had the idea and let's go for it. You know, I'm gonna become the Snapchat expert for parents. I actually relied on a lot of help from others. I relied on my parents who, fortunately for me, are also entrepreneurs. I relied on my friends and my other family members. And I watched quite a bit of YouTube videos and read books on how to figure out what my unique offer was, all to just come up with this very simple, imperfect offer. But I want to save you a lot of time in this episode. I'm going to prove to you that you do have a unique offer to make. And I might even, by the end of this episode, help you come up with what that unique offer is. I'm about to ask you seven yes or no questions, and you're going to give yourself one point if the answer is yes, zero points if the answer is no. Seven questions. I hope you have a pen and a piece of paper out. If not, pause this episode right now, grab a pen and piece of paper. If you're not driving, open up your notes app on your phone and get ready to score yourself on either a one or a zero. 
One being yes, zero being no to the following seven questions. Are you ready? Okay. Question number one. Do you believe there is at least one thing that you figured out that you used to struggle with? Yes or no? Again, one point for yes, zero points for no. Is there something that you have recently figured out in the last three to five years, something that you used to struggle with, something that used to be a constant battle for you or your family or your spouse, something that used to be a real problem, but now you have it figured out? Yes or no? Next question, number two. Do you have any notable personal setbacks or challenges that you've either survived or successfully overcome or navigated in the last three years? Yes or no? Is there any kind of personal setback or challenge, something that you have gone through and overcame in the last three to five years? One point for yes, zero points for no. Question number three. Do you have any interests, hobbies, or passions that you regularly dedicate time to? And I'm going to define regularly as multiple hours per week. It doesn't necessarily have to be an everyday thing. If you do dedicate time to this interest or maybe interests every single day, that's awesome. But let's define it as at least a couple hours every week spent on this interest, hobby, or passion. Again, one point for yes, zero points for no. Next question. Do your friends or family often seek your advice on certain topics or areas? Is there one specific question that you get asked over and over about? Is there one area of expertise that all your friends can count on you for? It might be helpful to ask some of these questions to your friends or your loved ones because maybe they have a better picture of you and the answer to some of these questions than you might. So maybe ask your friends and family, hey, is there something that you think you're constantly asking me for advice about? Or is there something that you really trust my expertise on or my knowledge in a certain area or topic? One point for yes, zero points for no. Next question. Do you feel particularly called to serve the world in some way? Some people just feel a calling from a higher power, whatever they call their higher power, God, Jesus, the universe. Some people feel very called. Maybe it's come to them in a dream or in a prayer or in a meditation. They feel called to help or serve the world in some way. If that's you, one point for yes, zero points for no. My sixth question is, have you learned to do something new in the last three to five years that required some extra steps? Maybe it was buying an online course, reading a few books, watching some YouTube videos, maybe a couple late nights of Google searches. Is there something that you have learned new in the last three to five years. Maybe you took a local photography course at your local high school. Maybe you watched a lot of YouTube videos on learning to crochet at home. Is there something new that you've learned in the last three to five years? One point for yes, zero for no. And my seventh and final question, do you have any unique way or ways of doing something or thinking about something? Do you ever feel like you just think about things totally different than everyone else, or you see the world differently than most of your friends, or you have a unique way of drying your clothes. It could be something as small as that. Is there a unique thing that you do or a unique way that you think about things, whether it be small or large? Is there something that you just feel the way you think about it or the way you do it is different? One point for yes, zero points for no. Okay. 
Now that you have your score for all of those seven questions, we're going to total those up and you should get a score out of seven. Maybe you got a two, maybe you got a seven, maybe you got a zero. If you got a zero to two, so if you got a score of a zero, a one, or a two, then I would say that it's not that you don't have a unique offer to make, but instead you aren't in a position to recognize that you actually do have a unique offer to make because I think everyone has some unique experience, expertise, knowledge, or offer that they can make with the world. So if you scored a zero, one, or a two, I feel that you might want to revisit some of those questions. Maybe it would be helpful to send those questions to a friend or maybe even a group of friends because I bet that your answer is above three. I bet that your final score will be above three. But as of right now, if it's a zero, a one, or a two, then I just believe that means that you aren't in the mindset to make your first offer. But if you scored a three or above, then congratulations, because you just told me that you do have something unique to offer. You just proved it to me, and now I'm just telling you that yes, indeed, you do have something unique to offer. Chances are, as we were going through some of those questions, you might have had ideas popping into your head, different possible offers that you could make, ways that you could serve your audience, ways that you could teach or share your knowledge. Oftentimes, one of the most common pushbacks that we get when we think of these ideas, and this is an internal pushback, of course, is that what qualifies me to share that expertise or why would anyone care what I have to say? Like, sure, I've gone through some stuff. Sure, I've overcome some challenges and learned some new skills along the way. But like, why me? Why does anyone care what I have to say? And here's something that I'll tell you. Those things happened to you for a reason. Those expertises, those skills, those stories, those challenges, you overcame them, you learned those things for a reason. And if you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, and you're building an online brand, you're building this platform, you're trying to serve people and build your tribe, then I believe that those things happen to you for a reason, and that reason is that they deserve to be shared with the world. There's someone out there who you are doing a disservice to by not sharing those offers. There is someone out there who needs to hear what you have gone through. There is someone out there who is dying, maybe even literally dying, to hear your story, to know that they aren't alone in the world, and to be able to achieve their own dreams, overcome their own struggles, have their own life pivots, learn their own new skills. But it's only possible if you can make that unique offer and connect with them. Another common pushback that we might feel, and this one might even be a little bit external, is looking around and seeing that, hey, there's a lot of other people who are offering something similar. So why would anyone care about me? I mean, if there's 50,000 other people in the world who call themselves health coaches, then what is unique about me? And I think that there actually needs to be a reframing that goes on when we look around and see that there's a ton of other people who offer something similar to us. Number one, that means that there's a high demand. If there's only one other person or zero people in the world who offer what you offer, that's great because you're going to have a huge portion of the market. You're going to have 50% to 100% of the market all to yourself. But if you look around and see that there's tons of other people who offer what you offer, rather than feeling dejected because you feel like you're going to be a small fish in a giant pond, Instead, realize that if there are that many people who are offering that kind of service or that kind of thing, that that means there's a high demand for it. 
That means there's lots of people who need that service. There's lots of people who need that offer, that knowledge, that expertise. So if there are a lot of people in your field, if your niche already seems that it's crowded, congratulations, you just found yourself a very popular offer, an offer that has already proven to be successful, an offer that people have already shown that they want. I got a DM on Instagram recently, and although the woman said, no rudeness intended, I'll let you be the judge for yourself. Here's what she said. And I quote, I just need to ask, as a 50-year-old longtime business owner, how did you become an expert at anything? No rudeness intended. (laughs) But didn't you graduate from high school two years ago? Excuse me, lady, it was four. How did you become an expert with anything business related? How are you old enough to be an expert at anything? Help me understand. You give business advice like you've been doing work for 20 years and you haven't even been alive that long. Actually, I've been alive for 23 years, but I understand. I wasn't doing business stuff as a three-year-old. I didn't respond to her, but she sent me another message just yesterday that read, I'm confused. How are you a teacher or specialist in any area? When did that happen and what exactly are your years of experience? And here's what I replied to this sweet, sweet individual. God bless her heart. I said, and I quote, I simply share any information and knowledge I gain in my own business and life that can help others. I've had success in growing my own personal brand and business while in college, and I want to help other people grow their business as well. And I think that that's the attitude that we should take towards our offer. We are not saying or claiming that we're the go-to expert, the guru. Maybe that is you, but chances are if you're listening right now and you're a normal human being, you aren't like the go-to world's leading expert in a topic. You might be, and if you are, congratulations, but chances are you are one of many who have a lot of knowledge in a subject or in a field. So instead of trying to pretend that we are the end-all, be-all, and have all the answers, and we know it all every single time, instead, I simply take on, at least in my business, the mindset of, I'm just trying to help out whoever I can. Anytime I learn a new piece of knowledge, anytime I learn a new skill or overcome a new triumph, I share that with my audience because I'm trying to use it to serve them. I'm trying to help my audience grow along with me. When I think of my ideal follower or my ideal customer, my lifer, my tribe member, I think of myself just a couple years ago, maybe even just a couple months ago. And I like to think, what was I struggling with at that time? What have I recently overcome that used to be a big problem in my life? What have I recently answered? What new problem or challenge did I just come up with a new way to solve? Or even what challenge or problem have I overcome by reading a book or listening to some other podcast? And then as soon as I gain that new knowledge or as soon as I overcome that challenge or struggle, I offer that to my audience. That doesn't mean that necessarily every single time it's going to be a new course or a new freemium, but I'm going to consistently be offering ways to serve my audience. And so as that woman said, no, I haven't been in business for 20 years, but I have learned quite a lot in these last four years and I've used it to serve my audience, but none of that would have been possible. Talking to you right now on this podcast wouldn't have been possible. Having 40,000 followers on Instagram, nearly 300,000 on TikTok and being verified on Instagram, that wouldn't be possible if four years ago I hadn't first made my first unique offer. And I think the moral of this story is that you just need to get started. It's not going to be perfect. 
this first offer, this unique offer that you're creating, it's probably not going to be what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. And so I think that that should alleviate some stress from you. You know, it's not something that you're locking yourself into for the next 30 years. It's not this is the only thing you're going to be known as. It's not the only people you're ever going to serve. But you need to first offer something before you can expand your market and before you can offer new things. You can't offer your second course before offering your first. You can't make your second sale before first having your first sale. So I hope this is a word of encouragement to create that unique offer if you haven't already. And I'm sure you've heard me say this before, but you need to just get started. Start messy, start sloppy. I think this is the only quotable thing I've ever said, the only quote that could go on a t-shirt that I've ever said, and here it is. I'll say it again because I'm real proud of it. He who starts and fails will always be ahead of he who fails to start. I'll change the pronouns. She who starts and fails will always be ahead of she who fails to start. So start messy, start sloppy, start imperfect. I mean, you should see some of my early videos from my Unwrap Snap offer, my first ever unique offer that I made. I mean, I was filming like up my nose with the video. It was terrible quality. It was dimly lit in the basement of a library at Georgetown University. There was like a thing that was stuck to the whiteboard behind my head that kept falling over. I was super monotonous and talked like this and my head and arms didn't move and I was like a robot. It was terrible. So funny to look back on now. But I got it out there. I made that offer. And I remember my first sale. I remember sitting in the airport, waiting for my connecting flight to fly home for Thanksgiving break, my freshman year of college. And that first 1999 sale came through. I had made my first ever sale on my first ever offer. And that was what started it all. That gratification, that feeling that, wow, my knowledge is now being shared with someone else around the world. And, you know, to be totally honest with you, that first sale was probably someone who is related to me. It was probably like my Aunt Janelle or maybe Mindy Lawhorn, who's basically an aunt to me. But at the end of the day, my unique offer was now being used to help someone out. And that's what it's all about. Ultimately, serving your audience, helping them connect, helping them discover new things and learn new skills like you have and overcome the challenges that you've overcome in your life or helping them to know that they aren't alone in experiencing the stories that you too have experienced. That's what it's all about. And I'll say it one last time. Maybe this could even be screenshotted and typed up onto your Instagram stories. One last time. Here it is. She who starts and fails will always be ahead of she who fails to start. So I encourage you, I implore you, I hopefully am motivating you and inspiring you to create your own unique offer. It doesn't have to be perfect, polished, fancy. It doesn't have to have all the bells and whistles. It can be bare bones. But I promise you, you actually already promised yourself, you already proved it to yourself that you do have something unique to offer. Go back through those questions earlier in this episode if you're still struggling to come up with something unique to offer, and I bet that you will have some kind of inspiration, some light bulb moment, some aha moment of, oh yeah, I do have something to offer. I have overcome a struggle. I have gone through this challenge. I have experienced this story. I do have those passions that I spend a lot of time on. I did learn those new skills from that YouTube video. 
I did go through that course last year and learn that new way of thinking about things that a lot of my friends don't. I promise you, as you have already promised yourself, you have something unique to offer. Now go out and share it with the world. And as always, happy networking.